and to welcome you to this wonderful service of lessons and carols as we gather in as God's people. If you are new to us, we are particularly glad for your presence with us, and we hope to get to know you as you get to know us. We have some brochures that are in the pew rack in front of you, as well as an information card if you would like to fill that out. Uh, you are welcome to do so and then give that to another person or place it uh, in the offering plate or other places where we might know more of your name and information that you would like for us to have. So welcome. We are so glad that you are here for this wonderful morning together. I want to give you permission today, permission to enter back into your childhood if possible, not in its maybe more rambunctious kinds of uh, parts of your life, but also, and more importantly, in the parts where you can look at the world with wide-eyed wonder. Directing us are these incredible words from Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, God is in the Manger. The lack of mystery, he writes, in our modern life is our downfall and our poverty. A human life is worth as much as the respect it holds for mystery. We retain the child in us to the extent that we may honor the mystery. We come together as a people of faith, trying to reach for things that are not easily understood, that must be accepted with the heart, that we are here about a truth that is so wonderful that it cannot merely be spoken, it must be sung. And so as you hear this beautiful presentation today, may your eyes of wonder open wide, may your hearts burst full of things that are wonderful and mysterious, and may you enter into this incredible and beautiful gospel of the good news, that there is a God who loves you and cares for you and invites you to be God's child, God's son, God's daughter, God's beloved. That's who we are. And now we speak about it, and soon we will sing about it. Welcome to worship at Central Baptist Church.
please remain standing and join me to, with the call to Advent. In a hurried world with little time for others, Advent calls us to remember that God's love is patient. In a world where often we become consumed by our own interests, Advent calls us to remember that God's love is kind. In a world where often we are quick to anger and slow to forgive, Advent calls us to remember that God's love endures forever. This Advent, let us behold the love of God embodied in the Christ's birth. Let's sing together. Uh, you'll find the words printed in your orders of worship this morning. Love has come. Love has come, a light in the darkness. Love shines forth in the Bethlehem skies. See, all heaven has come to proclaim it. Hear how their song of joy arises. Love, love, born unto you, a Savior. Love, love, glory to God on high. And love has come, a light in the darkness. Love shines forth in the Bethlehem skies. See, all heaven has come to proclaim it. Hear how their song of joy arises. Love, love, born unto you, a Savior. Love, love, glory to God on high. Amen. Now, if you would, let's take this opportunity to pass the peace of Christ to those around you. What a beautiful sight, the people of God worshiping together this morning, welcoming one another. And now, if you would, let's take a moment uh, to pray together as we uh, prepare for our offertory. God, for some of us, this season of joy reveals those things in our lives that are lacking. Loved ones who have journeyed on, bank accounts that are running low, wounds from family that have never really healed. And yet we remember that a little baby born to a poor young couple sleeping in straw and the joy that they knew. Not a joy born of security or power or prestige, but a joy in the great mystery of a God who joins in the plight of the poor and the hopeless, who assumes the rags of poverty to bring forth love to the world. So may we too not seek power or entitlement but solidarity with the oppressed, friendship with the marginalized, and trust that your ways will bring lasting joy to all people. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
God announces in the Garden of Eden that the seed of the woman shall bruise the serpent's head. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. The word of the Lord.
Christ's sacrifice is foretold by Isaiah. Who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He, has, he had no form of majesty that we should look at him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity, and as one from whom others hide their faces. He was despised, and we held him of no account. Surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, yet we accounted him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed by our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of all of us. The word of the Lord.
The peace that Christ will bring is foreshown. A shoot shall come out from the stalk of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The word of the Lord. The prophet in exile foresees the coming of the glory of the Lord. 
Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. The word of the Lord. The angel Gabriel salutes the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. And now, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The word of the Lord.
the angel encourages Joseph to take Mary as his wife. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. The word of the Lord. Luke tells of the birth of Jesus. 
In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to, to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. The word of the Lord. The angels visit the shepherds and send them to the manger. In that region were the shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. 
But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be the sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. John unfolds the great mystery of the Incarnation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light 
which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God who were born, not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The word of the Lord. What a wonderful morning to be together in the house of the Lord. I am so appreciative of all those who have planned and worked so hard and performed their wonderful talents before us. Would you join me in offering our appreciation to God for them? So wonderful. Just a few things to let you be aware of, uh, most in your blue insert, so have that with you. Uh, today is the day we are having the LGBTQ Compassionate Conversation. 
It was first introduced in 2013, and we have some sandwiches and food. If you'd like to stick around and can stick around, uh, you may hear that presentation on how we became a church of full acceptance and inclusion and advocacy for those in the LGBTQ plus community. Also notice, if you'd like to give back a little to your community, that the baby boomers will be at God's Pantry and they would be glad to have you join them for some food packing. That's at 10 o'clock on Thursday. Pat Ingram right over here. If you need more details, Pat loves to be identified like that. So thank you, Pat. Uh, Christmas Eve is coming, just like Christmas, and that is a wonderful service on that evening of the 24th. That will be at 6 p.m. And then on the 29th, as we have had in our tradition before, we will enjoy wonderful potluck in the Fellowship Hall on that Sunday between Christmas and New Year's for fellowship as our morning service. Um, and so be aware of that as well. Aaron, did you have something? Here comes Aaron. Right. Writer's workshop tomorrow night at 6.30. 6.30 for workshop tomorrow night. Thank you, 6.30. You'll notice the benediction is in your program. Before you read this with me, may you just take a moment. Breathe. Know of the peace of Christmas and the joy of the Lord. Now let us be dismissed as we read together. Lord, may we live simply and justly and without